You're tuned to the Portkeep Cast, a weekly Harry Potter podcast where we follow the books chapter by chapter. Alright, we're back. How was your break, Alicia? We took we took uh, a week off. We took a, about a week and a half, right? Almost two weeks. Um, we just didn't record one week. Yeah, we didn't record one week. So how was your break? It was great. How was your break? Um, well, I worked. We're acting like we did not talk to each other at all. John, <laughs> <laughs> what did you do on your break, Well, Jonathan? let's talk about what I did on, on my break. Let's uh, talk what about I Jonathan's did on, new yes, K-pop. What I did on my break was... I fully engulfed myself into K-pop. And let me tell you, it's phenomenal. Now, I get it. People want to know what they're saying in their music. I understand that. But I can barely understand what these rappers today are saying. And they're say- and then they're just spitting out random yells and screams and screets and skirt skirts and stuff like that. So why does it matter? What's the difference? At least here, I know there's a legitimate words that I don't understand. I'm going to stick with country music. Well, today's music, today's country music really isn't even country music. It's more of a... Uh, but you can understand what they're saying and you can understand what they're getting to. Sure, it's more of a pop. It's still yeah. it's like country pop. Yes, but it's still it's still I can understand what they're saying. So you like C pop. Well, I guess that would be that might be Chinese pop. Oh, I wonder what Chinese pop sounds like. If anyone of you out there is into Chinese pop, please send me. This is gonna be a whole thing now, Jonathan. Do, would you like to me would you like me to do a K pop podcast? No. If you want me to do a K pop podcast, please tell me I will do it by myself. I will stream it. Don't do it. I will stream it and I will talk about the songs that I am jamming to. He currently. made me listen to like ten different songs on the way here and watch the videos of the people dancing. They were all good, weren't they? I don't understand what they're saying. That's not what we're talking about. Pretend that you did. The beat was good, yes. Yes. And they can dance? <laughs> they can dance. And they're and they're entertaining. Their videos are entertaining. They're basically like boy bands from the early two thousands. Fun. Fun. <laughs> Fun music. I enjoy it so much. So, so what I did on my break now that Jonathan's done talking about K-pop <laughs> is that's all he did on his. I did. Uh, it's it has been two weeks since I've been here because I usually come over once a week and I skip the week. So in Jonathan's two weeks, he uh, established that he enjoys K-pop and I'm not sure what else. I went to Dallas and I got to see Potted Potter, which. Jonathan isn't a fan of because it's not well I'm not I'm not saying I'm not a fan of it I've never seen it I had an opportunity um when I was in Denver last they had it and I thought about seeing it but um I don't think I just didn't think it fit into my schedule yeah honestly um I pointed it out on the way to brunch and while we were at brunch he got on his phone and bought us the tickets for the next he show. is her Latin lover stop saying that <laughs> I guess so, he's not Latin because he's not from a Latin American country he is Cuban like myself but you know so, um, yes, I saw Potter Potter, and I should probably, you know. Well, tell us, tell us, tell us what you thought about it. It was funny. It was uh, basically the premise of it is it's all seven books in seventy minutes, so they have about ten minutes to break down each book, and it's more of like a. <clears throat> I'm not going to say a spoof. It's like a comedy kind of thing. Like they kind of like try to rush through the books like as fast as they can and like throw in a couple of jokes. Um, it was actually really funny. The best part of the entire show, I won't, it's not going to be any spoilers because it, it's different. It, they get crowd involvement in this part. They play a game, game of Quidditch nice. and they toss, they pick two people, like two kids out of the crowd and they have them come up on stage to be the keeper or not the keepers. 
the <laughs> seekers and they throw a beach ball out in the crowd and they split the the room one side's Gryffindor one side's Slytherin you have to hit the beach ball back and forth and there's like little like literally like life raft tubes on hung on the walls and you're supposed to try to get it through the tubes and we all had almost someone actually almost got one which was quite impressive because it was a very little moving target um and then after they do that for a couple minutes they bring out this guy that's dressed as the golden snitch and he runs around the stage and the kids have to chase him and the guy gave him the instructions to get the snitch down on the floor so the one girl that's up there grabs the guy's hand and like you know he starts running the other way so she'll let go and the other kid that was like the slytherin representative comes up and just body slams the fuck out of the snitch and he <laughs> falls around smacks his head on the ground completely not scripted at all best part of the play it was so funny you could tell by both actors were like stunned that that kid literally just body slammed this guy to the ground that's funny. Well, it was in Texas, and you know they they go hard in Texas. Yeah, he. They were like, I thought Texas was a friendly place to come, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw I saw the the signs for it on Denver, and it was there while I was there. It wasn't like coming up. It was during the the, the the week I was there. This was not planned, by the way. It was literally like we were driving to brunch, saw the sign. I was like, oh, potted Potter, and he just bought tickets while we were at brunch, and was like, okay, we're going. I was completely surprised. I had no idea that it was there, but it was fun. I was worried about him not liking it because he's not into Harry Potter like we are. But he's he, watched. But he's listening to the podcast. He's listening to the podcast. He just a little bit, I believe. He could be listening to it now. Um, <laughs> uh, he has not seen the last movie yet, which is on his agenda for, I believe, this weekend. Oh, fun! Yes, and um, but yeah, he keeps getting mad at me because I keep saying that you don't even like Harry Potter, and he's like, "No, I do like Harry Potter. I just don't like Harry Potter like you like Harry Potter." <laughs> And then I'm like, yeah, but you don't like Harry Potter. <laughs> if you don't like Harry Potter the way we like Harry Potter, you don't you like don't Harry, like Harry Potter. Potter. As simple but as no. that. So he doesn't like Harry Potter like that. So I was worried about him liking it and spending so much money on the tickets and, you know, wasting our last couple of hours. I was worried that he was going to think that it was like a waste of his time. But he laughed a lot. He enjoyed it. It was, you know, something that you didn't have to be an avid yeah. reader or movie watcher to understand. Like it was just, it, it was cute. It gave a good rundown. It was funny. The one guy was hilarious i think that he did a lot of like improv into it and the other guy kept like literally like busting out laughing because the other guy was just like making stuff up as he went he was like well you've never done that before (laughs) (laughs) well i think that i think that um that people like your thingamajigger um i don't know what to call him we don't have a title of it but um (laughs) i think that people like him (laughs) <laughs> they enjoy the movies, right? Mm-hmm. So when they say, well, yeah, I like the... He's not a big reader. I mean, by well, that, he doesn't. he's not in reading. Well, when people say, like, I like the movies. All right, cool. So you like Harry Potter movies. That means you, you like... You just enjoy films. You enjoy, you enjoy good movies. Because for the most part, minus um, the third one, I think all the movies are done really well. Or the third one's the worst one. I can't wait. I cannot wait till we review that one because I'm going to literally... Well, the third one is like a completely different... In my mind, it's like a completely different movie series. Like, it does its own thing. Yes. It's it like... It does... Yeah, it just well, does And we can talk about the films, cause, you know, because we're because today we're talking about the movie. We're talking about the very first one, The Sorcerer's Stone... Because we watched it, we if you haven't, if you don't know what, if you for for whatever reason, if you decide to listen to this episode first, 
what we've done is we've listened to we've we've on books on the on the audiobook we've listened to all the chapters we've reviewed all the chapters or I don't really say it was review we just do a narrative of the chapter and give our opinions as things happen we don't I'm really even say it's a it's review it's basically like a rundown that's what I was about Potter Potter they do like the same thing as the professor they give just a like basic rundown of what's going on but they condense it all seven books into 70 minutes which we could never do because we don't ever shut up no there, there's <laughs> no humanly possible way because when we say okay we're gonna do a quick let's just do a quick episode we always say we're gonna do a quick episode and then it always turns into 45 minutes to an hour yes we even the ones that we say are gonna be shorter 45 minutes to an hour I don't think we've ever done we the 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 shortest one we've done was the the reaction episode to yeah it's because we didn't really say very much because we couldn't because too much was giving away um it was going to give away the uh the whole story and we didn't want to do that and I think we still did like what over twenty minutes yes yeah and that was just that was probably the shortest it'll ever be so. So we we just finished watching the first the first movie, um, and next week we're starting on book one. I mean book, book two, two, chapter one, which is Chamber of Secrets, the worst you know, birthday. Is that what it's called? The first chapter. Yes. Nice. I haven't looked, so I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it's the worst birthday. We're gonna well, look it up. Just see my memory, but it's. It would definitely be if my memory serves me correct, which it does. Uh, that would definitely be the worst birthday that he had that was oof, sucks for him but we'll get all into that next week um so what we try to do with the with the movie reviews because when we reviewed uh fantastic beasts and stuff like that we don't do a narrative of the movie because we've already done a narrative the of the birthday. book i just had to look it up to make sure i was right alicia was correct ding I ding was. ding win and win a chicken dinner yeah um so what i can I c- like clearly remember the uh little like art piece that they have on the top of the chapter uh-huh it's like Dobby looking out of the bush. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're not gonna re- we're not gonna give a rundown of the movie because we already we already know. So we're gonna jump all over the timeline. Yeah, we don't right? need to get a rundown of the movie. You already know the story. Yeah, you, you already know the story. Anything. If you if you've made it this far, you've already thank you. First of all, if you made it this far, thank you. I can again. I say this every single time, but our numbers are really good without doing any uh, promotions, without doing any. Um, sort of giveaways or any sort of marketing which i think to be honest i think that's something we should do maybe give away like uh like if we say like or if we get x amount of subscribers or something or if you share this x amount of times or whatever. you know what i think we should do what do you think we should do find the passwords to the social yes. media <laughs> but, but i've how, been saying this for about a month now that how Jonathan does this need so- to find the passwords how does this be- sound to you if we <laughs> okay. did if we did something where we gave away like um uh a google like we give let's say we give away a couple because they're not that expensive and I, I have no problem going to my pocket to do it but what if we gave away a couple of those google home minis you know have you seen mm-hmm. those uh yes so let's say you know if we, we'll pick you know we'll say um you know share our share our, our facebook page or like our facebook page or instagram and twitter like you have to like all of our things and we'll pick someone at random to give it away to yeah you know i think that'd be a cool i've actually won one of those it wasn't for anything good though it was for a cheerleading bow but did you and I literally, it was something that I already followed. Like I bought bows from them already. Oh, you want, oh, so the, the sweepstakes was a bow and yeah. just from following it. 
Yeah, but I had already been following it. Like, I didn't know anything about the sweepstakes. So then they, like, messaged me and they're like, you want a bow? And I was like, why? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> why? Was it build a bow? I don't remember who it was. This was so long ago. Build a bow is very good. But, yeah, if we did something like that, I think that'd be good. Like, you know... Um, so stay tuned for that. We're definitely, uh, that's definitely something I have no problem doing. We, we could do a couple of, of sweepstakes like that. Maybe give away like a wand or something, you know? Um, how about when we, how about we look at our numbers and we say when we get to a certain amount of listens for an episode? Well, how about that? How about, how about when we get to that, we'll do, we'll give away a wand, but we'll do like a sharing thing so we can get mm-hmm. more listeners and we'll give away like a Google Home mini. Okay. I think that'll be good. If you guys like that, uh, you know, right into our social media pages that we can't look at because Jonathan. Well, I can numbers. look at the Facebook because I have the Facebook logged in on my phone because I share it all the time. So the Facebook is the Port Key Cast at Facebook.com or whatever, however that works. I don't know. Go to Facebook and search the Port Key Cast. Now it's also our Instagram and our Twitter. You can write us on Instagram and Twitter, but, but Jonathan doesn't know the passwords. I will. I will find the passwords tonight. I've been trying to put in more effort. And said that I will do this. I just got a new job and I will have more time because I make my own schedule. Alicia now I'm works works for the Juvie, the Juvie Justice System. The Juvie Justice System. The Juvie Justice I System. I am my own boss and I make my own schedule. So I will have my own, I will have more time to, you know, <coughs> help out with, I will do the social media aspect. Like that's easy. Okay. I have no time in my life to do anything. <laughs> the fact that we even made it Consi- consistently like we have is shocking to me me too because i thought you were gonna be like oh i gotta go to this place and this place and cheerleading season's coming up so let's try to record a couple up so that people don't actually have i think us. we'll be okay because i think the way uh with cheerleading the way it's going is everything is leaving me out of town on fridays and we tend to record on thursdays yes thursdays so, is my inventory day so we can always move it to like two, to like monday yeah i can't do tuesday or wednesday because of cheer but I could do I can do Thursday or Monday, so we can we can play around. With we it. can fluctuate. Yeah, but now let's after we've talked for the past fifteen minutes about non Harry Potter things. First of all, we talked about Potter Potter. That's true, and I talked about K pop, which is always worth a good five minutes oh of talking. God. <laughs> okay. K popter. Oh that did not Lord. work. That that was not. No, there wasn't I know, anything. I know that we've. Oh, can I? Let me just say this is Potter related, so we're jumping, and it, and it's about us. I after every podcast I give it a few days and then I go back and I listen to it to try to see stuff like you know was the compression ratio correct was the volume levels good did we have any issues here did I miss a edit or something like that just so I can always since I'm the one who does all of that stuff for the for the podcast I want to listen to it and make sure that I'm doing well on that you know and the last episode had me cracking up I don't I can't I don't remember what it was but I literally was in tears laughing at myself. I hope... Laughing at his own joke. Yes. I hope you all were too. The goal the goal isn't to be a comedy podcast because I do not consider myself a comedian in any way, shape, or form. But if we can if we can make you laugh every once in a while, then that's pretty cool. I have not listened to any episodes besides one of Tom Sims, so I will not <laughs> listen to my own voice. I can't do it. So uh, that's why I volunteered to take over the social media aspect because I can do that. All right, so let us jump right into it. So, the the first movie was released in what two thousand one? Damn it, two thousand one. Oh, looked. I was right. I looked. Okay. Because I was gonna, I was gonna make some. I, I will, I will get there. Well, the reason why I remember that is because I went there with this girl I was dating. I'm 
I'm I'm not gonna say her. In 2001, you, I was in no, seventh you, grade. You know what? I will say her name because her last name is Voldemoro. Wow. Right, like Voldemort. And you took her, and she was the evil wizarding lord, and you <laughs> were like, nah, never mind. <laughs> Um, I hadn't read the books at the time. Um, this girl that I dated before that, her brother was really into the books, like her little brother, right? Um, and I was like, I was like, bro, that's that's just for weenies. But I always try to be like a cool guy, you know. But right. now, looking back on it, I'm like, shit, man, that kid was so right. That kid was so that cool. Kid was so much cooler than me. Yeah, exactly. I look back, I'm like, man, that kid was so cool. He was on to Harry Potter, and I wasn't. But yeah, so her and I went, and I remember we we went on opening night, and um, the way we used to do movies back in the day was you either called movie phone right you've reached movie yes, phone you have to call and ask them the press the one if you're listening for if you want to see whatever anyway you had to listen to all the times on the phone yep but or you just went to the mall you say hey do you want to go to the movies yeah okay meet me at the mall around seven and then you pick the next mo- the movie you want to see at the next available time and then you get tickets for it that's how we did it at least with my group of friends I actually did that this weekend. I felt like such a child. I didn't like look up the movie times in advance because we had just happened to be at the mall and yeah. I had, uh, I'm pretty sure I've told you about this AMC gift card that I've had for four yes. years. I finally used it. <laughs> I finally used it. I used it on Creed 2. How was it? It was really good. Have you seen Creed 1? Of course. Okay. Just making sure. Just making I'm, sure. I'm from Philly. <laughs> so I have to see all these things that are Philly related. Well, speaking of Philly, um, Temple University. Mm-hmm. Or is it the University of Temple? Temple University, right? Yes. Temple University just hired Manny Diaz, who was the defensive coordinator at the University of Miami. And we are all slightly upset about it because he was the, a very good coach. But Temple's getting a great coach. So I will watch some Temple football to see how he does. I will not because I've never cared about Temple football. But back to Harry Potter. <laughs> Not Miami um, football. So yeah, so I went and saw it in nineteen in two thousand one, and I had I had to have the girl sit on my lap because there was only one seat available in the, in the whole theater, and we had already been dating for a little bit, so it wasn't like a first date smooth move type of thing, you know. But I remember I tried to like, uh, to like put my hand on a butt or something, and she like smacked it away really <laughs> I was, hard. Like, touch her boob. <laughs> no, I didn't try to touch her boob. We're in the theater. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but I did try to like put my hand on her butt, and she smacked it away. She's like, we are in public. I was like, my bad. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, um, it was directed by uh, Chris Columbus. Um, and I thought he did a good job. I thought from a directing <laughs> standpoint, I mean, you, the, the movie never feels rushed. Like if you know the book, you can see where they cut out very easily. But if you've never read the book, the pacing's done really well. Um, it doesn't feel rushed, and the story is told. I don't. I don't know who the the actual scriptwriter or screenplay adapter was, but they did a very good job of making sure that the lines that needed to be in there were in there. Like you could tell that that person read the book like four or five times. It must have been a really hard thing to do, not knowing like what she actually had planned all the way down the line, like. You get to the end and you realize like, oh, they cut a lot of this out of the movies and it was important to the last story. So they had to leave it out of the last story because it was it wouldn't make sense in their storyline. So it must have been hard for like for them to fit in the things that were necessary. And I think that I think that um, it also the situation where it's like, you know, she obviously had uh, input in it, but she's not a she's not a screenplay writer. She's she doesn't write scripts, you know, so. Uh, which I think is the biggest flaw in in Fantastic Beasts because 
you can tell a lot of this wants to be a book. I wish it was a book. So do I. But with that being said, you could you can see where they want to go into um, um, more details that yeah. they can't because it's a screenplay. It's yeah. not it's not a book at all. Um, but you know, I think that like just the little things that stayed in there, right? Like him him buying the whole trolley of or not the whole trolley, but buying one of everything off the trolley. Yes, you know, uh, turning the fat rat yellow. Um, I still want to talk about this fat rat yellow thing, even though I know we talked about it in the first podcast. How did Ron think that was a spell when he grew up around wizards who you, they know that it's only one or two words in a spell? I'm going to be real honest with you. It's Ron. He's stupid? I'm not saying he's stupid. Because he's not. No, but like, that's he's like Ron. a dumb... That's like, how would you believe that? If you grew up around wizards and you were like, hey... They're saying like one or two words max. There's some weird like Latin kind of thing going on. And then you believe that turn the stupid fat right yellow is actually a spell. Hey, I mean, <laughs> what's his name? Um, Seamus tries to turn fire and turns the water into whiskey. And he, had and a he whole, uses the he same had, thing He too. had a whole fucking paragraph. <laughs> yeah, but like, I just don't understand. I'm sliding all over the place in this chair. In I'm case sorry. You yeah, we need to put carpet in here, but we're, we're not we're not there yet. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm alive. Well, it's going to be carpet like this too, like this this harder carpet. But mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Uh, we're talking about my studio. My wife came in and knocked down one of my sound panels, and I knocked down one of my sound panels earlier in the year. So they, I have two sound panels just sitting on the floor. Two sound panels down. I have a rolly chair, and I was halfway on the rug and halfway off the rug. Yeah. So I was just rolling all over the place trying to. It is a it is a mess in here. Mic. But at least it's not dirty. Yeah, it's not. It's it's cleaner than usual. Yes. Um, but anyway, so I just think, I think that these are kids, you know, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, one of the other things that they kept in, um, that I forgot about, right? That's something I would think that Harry would believe though. Like Harry's never been in magic. So like, yes, he would believe turn this stupid fat rat yellow is a spell. Of course. I just don't understand how Ron grew up around it and didn't understand. But okay. But Hermione, like when Hermione's like, you have some dirt on your nose just there. But they use that wording because that's the same wording from the book, you mm-hmm. know, because she could have just been like, oh, did you know that you have dirt on your nose? Or however she said, you know, you have dirt on your nose just there. Did you know however the wording is? Mm-hmm. But they use the same wording from the book when she could have just said, oh, you have some dirt on your nose and walked out. Yeah. You know, like the, the, the scriptwriter did a lot of good things about that where they're like, oh, like the wording is is very specific towards the character. The character talks like that. Yes. So I need to make sure that my actor speaks like that as well. So there's a lot of that. And I think, no, let's talk about the actors for a second. Watch that segue. Bam. How good was that? But (laughs) I think that, honest to God, what saved this movie is, is not the child acting, even though Emma Watson did an amazing job. Like as a as a child, I thought she did good with the looks. Like if you just watch her, oh, she has such attitude in it. She knows. Yes, but she has talked about in interviews how she is Hermione in real life. She is that that kind of person, and you can catch her during certain scenes saying the other actors' lines, like not yes. out loud, but you can see her moving her mouth because she like had to know them for her to know her own lines. Yes, so. Yeah. Besides that, she uh, she grew out of that, obviously, but <laughs> but still, really cute and Hermione like. I just she always had like you know just like you just did with your little shoulders and your head, you know she she had it she did it perfect because when you read it you see Hermione do that in your head like you yes. you can picture the character doing that and even though because we oh. grew up um like when like when I first. Okay, I'm one of the few people who saw a movie first and then went into the book. I, got, I mean, a lot of people probably did that. But 
I can't imagine these characters as anyone else. And I feel like if you read the books first, which you did, so you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, you had to grow into that. The only characters that I still don't like the selections of are uh, Vernon Dursley and Petunia. That's not what I pictured them to be like at all. Well, you predict, you you pictured them to be like cartoon characters, though. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure... Didn't they say that Petunia was blonde? I can't remember. I did picture them more of cartoon characters, but like in my head, like neither one of those fit at all. I... Obviously, I pictured Dudley to be a cartoon character because that's literally what he was described as was yeah. like a beach ball. Um, the main characters, pretty spot on. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anyone that like really threw me off. But I can't imagine anyone else casted as Hermione. No. At she all. was. Actually, I remember when they first were casting it, I was like already really into Harry Potter and I like loved it. And I saw because there were three books in when the first book came out, right? When I had to sign into AOL with all the the you've sound. got mail. Yeah, it was like one of the main things on the screen. Yeah, um, I remember clicking on the article and seeing like pictures of the actors and being like, "Oh my god, they did such a good job! Like that fits perfectly what I thought." The only ones that I was off on is uh, the the is the, the Dursleys. Dursleys. Okay, wasn't my favorite. Um, I think all the teachers are pretty spot on. I mean, I don't Alan Rickman is the perfect Snape. Yeah. Definitely the perfect Snape. Um. I just wish we saw more from, like, the supporting characters, like Dean Thomas and Seamus Finnegan and stuff like that. I understand it's a movie. Okay, so here's what I struggle with now. So, the guy who plays Dean Thomas goes on in life to be in it how to get away with murder yes and i love that show so and that's all i can see now that's all i can see now like we had a i remember I that show when i Harry first Potter saw that trivia. show i was like that's yes. dean thomas yes well i first saw that show because in the opening credits the cheerleaders there oh, yeah. those are storm cheerleaders oh really yes oh that's, that's cool a, the blonde girl in the basket is this girl stephanie that i coached with oh wow and all the other one were hurricane cheerleaders so those are all storm kids because it was shot in philly so that's why I started watching it. But uh, yeah, so I went to a bar trivia and they had like all the pictures of like these supporting characters and you were supposed to like write their name. And I was like, Alfred Enoch. Wait, that's his real name. What was he in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, what I was trying to get to the point of, of my initial um, statement, and I, 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 just, I really would like your opinion on this. Other than Emma Watson... If it wasn't for the literally the all-star cast of actors in that movie, now they're all British actors, so we we might or might not have known them. Mm -hmm. I don't think it would have done as well. Um, because because the, no. the adult characters, the adult characters are important too. They and they acted their fucking asses off, except for again the Dursleys. Yes. And I've seen Vernon well, he, Dursley. I've seen that actor in other movies, and I didn't like him either. And I don't know if it's just like the way that he acts or like the way that he like looks. I don't know. I just don't like him. But I think that you know, with having like you know, doing stuff like 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 you know, having Alan Rickman and the and what's her name who plays McGonagall because she's been in major major hit movies. Uh, I watched Sweeney Todd this weekend while I was in Dallas. The and she's first in night that. that I got there. And everyone in Harry Potter was in it, That's and true. I was calling it. I was calling it Harry Potter and Jack Sparrow, and he was getting so mad. 
I was like, yeah, this is Harry Potter and Jack Sparrow. And he was like, no, it's not. And I was like, yes, it is. Look, that's the... Yeah, and that's it. And like, there's I love, Snape I love and there's that. Pettigrew. And there. I love seeing people... Um, in other... And, uh, Helena Bonham Carter is in that too. You know who is in... Um, uh, in in Harry Potter that she doesn't get any like... I don't... I don't she, um, what's her name? Um, Huff. What's her, what's her first name? She was, she was just she, her last name is Huff. Um, she was just an extra. Oh, I don't know. But she's a major star now. But like, obviously not that major. Or maybe she is major, and I don't. I don't yeah. pay attention to a lot of celebrities, you know. Unless you're like Chris Pratt. The other one, I just realized, the other movie that they have a lot of crossovers in, and it's all like the same crossovers. Alice in Wonderland, like the live action ones yeah. that Disney did. Also, Harry Potter and Jack Sparrow. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Huh. They do a lot of like it's now it's coming all together that obviously the queen, the queen Johnny Depp Bellatrix. had to be in Harry Potter at some point. That's yeah, he had to be because it's Harry Potter and Jack Sparrow. They're all like they're all they're all those characters probably like all those actors yeah. are probably like yo why why, uh, you know why are we hiring Alan Depp? Rickman voiced uh, Absalom. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Wow. Well, the guy from um, Red Dragon is Voldemort in the later movies. Hmm. So, well, not later, and not in the next movie, but the movie after that. No, four. Movie after that, four. So, you should, later movies. Yes. Um, but yeah, they, um, I feel like because of the, the, the adults that were in it, it really made it really, um, you know, really stand out. Yeah, they you needed know. the supporting cast because they were going to have weak actors because the actors. Did they win anything for the supporting cast? I don't know. They I'm really bad have. at. I don't know anything about all that. I don't know either. I'm I don't. Really I never. I will tell you right, uh, listeners. You can hate me if you want. Anything that any kind of Academy Awards. No, say. I don't pay attention to any award shows. Because it doesn't matter what award show. People are like, did you watch the blah blah blahs? Nope. No. Absolutely. I also not. don't watch the Victoria's Secret fashion show because I don't care. Yeah, me either. Like I don't wear bras and and underwear. Yeah, now, my they, my whole problem with that is that they don't ever sell those bras and underwear in stores. So why would I watch it? Now listen. I wear I wear well, wear some wings. I would do because you know no. why. That's awesome. <laughs> That's cool. Um, but so, I don't wear bra and underwear. If I did, then I would watch it. No, because I mean I wear underwear. Don't get me wrong. They don't sell the bras and underwears in store that they have on the models. Do they not? Not really. Then, why, then what are they showing? They're it like for? some decorative, like crazy fashion show stuff, like. Every time I go into Victoria's Secret, even the pictures they have on the window, I'm always like, man, I really like that bra. I'm going in there, and I can never find that bra. That sucks. I know. It's really disappointing. See, with men's clothes, get some jeans, a shirt, good to go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> with, I don't watch any award shows because I develop my own opinion, and half the sh- the movies and stuff that they're giving awards to, I'm like, what? I don't even, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I haven't. I watched. I watched something one time, and I was like, what fucking movie was that? I like, I, there was like, a, there was like a good year where I went to like literally like sixty movies. Like every movie that came out, like I went and saw it for some reason. Mm-hmm. I think it was like my third year I was here in Indiana. My second year I was here in that's Indiana. Why. I didn't have. I didn't really have that many friends. I didn't know anyone, so that's. I it went, might have been my first year because I really didn't know anybody. I just went to a lot of movies. I've gone to a lot of movies this year, and it's because I have a lot of friends. They just all keep me asking me, and I keep saying yes. Oh yeah, why not? Films. It's. I've the, seen the, like five or six movies in the last. The movie month. going experience is a very nice, is a very yes. good one. But, um, but yeah, they should have won. If they didn't, they should have won. They should have also won for for best score because John Williams killed that shit when those french horns come in dun, nah, nah, first of nah, all nah, nah, nah. Oh, everyone my God. knows that song oh yeah 
When you hear that, when you hear the the marimba, dun, 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 yeah, dun, everyone knows what that is. Oh my goodness gracious! So I was actually thinking about that during the movie about how good the soundtrack is, especially when you started talking about uh, you or Hedwig playing. I mean, Hagrid, Hagrid playing the flute. Hagrid scene. Hagrid yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking about that because I was like, wow, this would be a really good thing for like a like a marching band to do as like a halftime show. I know it. they have, but then it made me remember also Harry Potter and Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I was trying to think that if, when my sister was a marching band for my high school, if they did that, but then I remembered it was Pirates, Pirates. of the Caribbean yeah. that they did. And it was so good. They made like a giant ship and brought it on the field. It was so cool. There was a, there was a team out of it, out of Georgia. I don't know if it was Atlanta. I remember watching band of America. For those of you who don't know, I was in marching band from in high school and in college. I was not. And I was all a cheerleader. That stuff. But I was also a cheerleader, but not in college. Well, I mean, I was, I did do cheerleading throughout college, but I didn't cheer at Miami. Um, but I remember, I remember seeing uh, uh, a high school band at Band of America, and they did, they did um, Harry Potter, and they had the robes and everything, and it was really yeah, good. Was they did a really good job. Um, uh it sounded really good they like their props are really nice they did they did very good job they didn't win but they did very good and then a team also did uh um charlie and chocolate factory interesting oh man the, no their version of uh pure imagination i actually went home and learned it on trumpet that year wow. I, I pulled i pulled out my trumpet knife and i learned i learned their version not the like i didn't look up sheet music i i remember how it sounded mm-hmm. and i remember uh, learn how to play it. I, brought, I bet if I racked my brain long enough, I could remember it again. But it was my trumpet sitting right there. Um, but yeah, he did like John Williams. I mean, obviously he's known. Like he's 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 gonna go down in history as one of the greatest uh, film scorers ever. Ever. But th- it's it's just he did he he made it iconic. Like 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 um, like uh, Indiana Jones. Um, Star Wars, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, like these are all movies that he did. He do Pirates? I'm ninety eight percent sure he did Pirates. I'm gonna look it up. But he, um, you know, he really put his foot up in that shit, and he said, "This is gonna be an iconic, uh, piece of of my work." And it really sets the tone, like when the you know when those um, like there's there's a part. And in the main, in the very first movie's main score, um, where it's, it's, um, it's just strings and it's like, uh, uh, no, Pirates is Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer is another one I can go on about forever. That's not. Hans Zimmer is, is amazing We're crossing too. all of Jonathan's worlds right now, music and film. But he, um, there's a part where he has, uh, the strings going, it's very legato. And that's a very reoccurring theme in the movie, but it really sets, like, it does such a good, because per- like in film scores, um, it goes back to um, opera, right? Where you hear the overture in the be- in the beginning, and that sets the tone for the whole, for the whole piece, for the whole, the whole opera. And you're going to, and they keep turning back to that, um, that theme, whatever the theme is, right? Mm-hmm. You hear it. You hear it done differently. It might be. It might be. They might take it and, and do the same and do the same chord, but diminish it or augment it or something, just so it can so it changes the feeling of it. But he just he understands that, right? 
and so does like Hans Zimmer, where you get a lot of these movies where they don't have that understanding of of how music really makes you feel. Like they're scored well, but like they don't have that like it it when you hear the Harry Potter theme, you instantly think of it. Right? Yep. There's no question. It's kinda like um Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Man, yeah. the switch in Universal between the Harry Potter and Jurassic Park being right next to each other, it's just they like flow together so well. Speaking of Jurassic Park, so in the main the main Jurassic Park theme, um, when they not the main theme when they because the main theme is okay, but the the theme when they first see the dinosaurs, right? When we're in band, we had we put lyrics to that. Do you want to hear the lyrics? Oh my god! Sure. Holy fucking shit! It's a dinosaur! <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the fuck? <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty much what was going through their head, actually. I give all the credit in the world goes to Mario Cruz for that because he he did it, and we were like just die. I would never forget that day. We're sitting outside the band room, we're just dying laughing. And he was, and he had like a we had a palm frond right and he like put it over his face it was just so funny oh lord and uh and he used to always say whenever like um there was a there was a parking lot um at fiu right because the our county fair was at uh florida international university the, their fairgrounds and the parking lot was uh at the time now it's paved but it was grass and bumpy and so you just be bumping along all over mm -hmm. the place while you're driving and he was like what the fuck are we in Jurassic Park <laughs> <laughs> so just you know just stuff like that but um but yeah so i think it was scored i know we went on this huge roller coaster of stuff right there but uh, i believe it was scored be beautifully i think it was. john williams did an amazing job with let's it bring, let's bring that back around to harry potter yeah harry potter um one of the things that I didn't like, we've talked about a lot of what we like. I have a thing that I don't like. Perfect. One of the things I didn't like is in the final challenge, they made it three. So each, well, I guess they made it four because the devil. They I mean, skipped a lot of the. They skipped, well, they made it what? They, so they had Fluffy, Devil Snare, the chest. Keys, Chest, and then onto it. Yeah. So they, they. They didn't see the troll in there already knocked out. And they didn't do the the, they didn't the, do the potion, which is my favorite one. So it made me mad that they did not do that. But like you know, it show they gave each they gave each of them a strength, right? So yeah. Fluffy was already there. But they didn't give Hermione the right strength. The potions no, yeah. showed her strength more than the Devil Snare. The Devil Snare was kind of like a oh crap kind of moment for everyone. Like yeah. they didn't realize what they were getting into, and it like showed like oh this isn't like game. Yeah, I think that I, I agree 100% with that because it should have showed, um, you they know. They could have left Devil Snare out, honestly. Why couldn't they leave the troll in there? Yeah, they just they walked right by it. Yeah, that could have just been like a two second thing. You know, and then because that, that, you know, when. It wasn't, he, it wasn't important, obviously, but like the the potion to me was important and that showed more of Hermione's strength. And But when you, here's, here's where, again, where I feel like we needed those supporting actors because when it's just the kids. You see a lot of overacting, mm -hmm. like for example, when they're standing on the um, when they're standing on the chessboard, right? And Harry's like, "Don't move! We're still playing." Yes, it's like, "Yo, man!" <laughs> <It's not laughs> I understand. Look, I get it was life or death for them in their heads, and they're yeah. eleven years old. But that was a little bit dramatic there, Harry. You could have been like, hey, "Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! We're still playing the game." Yeah, it didn't have to be so. 
Yeah. And then Hermione, even then, like uh, Emma Watson, she was, she jumped back like, ah, 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 you know, like it's, that, that's when you saw that there were ch- child actors who have never really acted before. Yes. And there, this there is was their first part, chance. There was a part earlier in the movie that I was thinking about how Daniel Radcliffe, like maybe, oh, he, um, Daniel Radcliffe is Harry Potter. Harry Potter. He, and Rupert Grant is Grunt. Grant. 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 Grant is uh, Ron. Okay, so Daniel, I, I could just tell in this one part that he had act. It was when he was walking to Diagon Alley. I could tell that he had acted in a couple of plays just because the way that he kept his shoulder squared towards the camera yes. and he had his arm out behind him while he was talking to someone who was in front of him facing the other way. Like, I could tell in that moment, like, yes, he's obviously been in plays, but he doesn't have a good, like, movie presence yet because the way that he did that, like, he was acting it towards the camera instead of towards the person he was supposed to be talking to. And see, the He's thing- going through the door. He said, but those people back there, why do they all know me? And he has his shoulder squared and he's saying it very much like he is in a Shakespearean play and, like, but and that's those where- people back there. Why, Hagrid? Why do they know me? And Hagrid's facing the other way walking and Harry's got his face t- towards the camera. And that's why you don't see a lot of um, of crossover acting. Because it's different. It's, it's very different. Like the projection of your voice is very different because, yeah, nowadays we have microphones on stage, mm-hmm. but the microphones aren't right in front of them. So they still have to project. Yeah, they have to say it louder. So the, so just, the microphones can pick it up. In that exact moment, I was like, he's done a couple plays. I can see it. He keeps his shoulders squared towards the like the front of the stage and he's trying to talk to Haggard who's in front of him and he should be acting like he's just talking to him but he's also keeping his mouth kind of towards this, the audience so that they can hear him and it, it's the same thing like when yeah, he first when when Haggard first goes to the house <coughs> and he's like uh, uh, I'm Harry mm-hmm. that's that's the way you would say it in a play yeah you know and then he does because then he does the same thing again he does the exact same stutter again for when he's like uh I'm a wizard. Mm-hmm. Like it's again because it's it's an over exaggerate, so mm-hmm. you can hear it, but you don't need it on. You don't need it in that situation because the microphone is literally six inches away from your mouth. Yeah, you know, or not. It's about you know. I'm a. You're, I'm a. We're about to go far away, but I'm like they put the microphone right here. Yeah, on they you, put it above. Yeah, you know where in a in a play the microphone is overhead in the curtains that and can't be seen. Project, yeah, and there's only like four of them, maybe five, six, seven, depending on the size of the of the of the stage so with that one they have the boon mic and they have the guy and and it's a directional mic so he and he has headphones on so he can and he has so you have two guys so wait the way sound works in movies is you have a guy that's the that's holding the boom and you'll see him at you'll see it you know boom operator or something like that mm-hmm. on, the, on the things and so he turns it right because boom mics are are are, uh, are directional right so it has to be facing um, it's omnidirectional. I mean, it's only one, mm-hmm. right? So it's facing. So it's only picking up what it's facing, right? So he will turn the mic to face whoever, and then bring it down. Then there's a guy with headphones on who has level, who's leveling it, right? So if it, so if he can't get, he's like, if it's like this, is the closest he can get and up and still be out of frame. The other guy's p- picking up the. Yeah, the sound a little bit, you know, and they'll do they'll, they'll do takes of it. They'll be like, "Nah, we didn't get it. We didn't get it," you know. So they that's why they have the the board mm-hmm. and it has a time code on it. So the time code coincides with where the the audio is starting, mm-hmm. right? So they so the person who's editing the audio and the sound together, he can sit there and and know that this this scene goes with this audio, yeah, like that. Now, 
that's actually even though that's still the way films are done that that's actually a little obsolete because nowadays the programs are so good that you can that you can literally like if you put like an onboard uh microphone onto the camera which depending on the camera system they're doing um a lot like if you're doing film cameras they don't do that but like since more films are digital now you could do you could just put like a really expensive good onboard microphone right like you like spend some money on it right like an onboard boom microphone like take two thousand dollars you know these are multi-million dollars they can afford it and then still have your boom operator and you can literally put this is how i do it for the work that i do i literally put sync audio that's it i have i have it recorded directly in camera mm-hmm. and then i have the then i have the the person mic'd up right so i'm recording from two different places and it syncs the audio so you don't really have to do sound uh, like time coding you can and you should that is the proper way to do it so any of you who are listening that might do this for a living i understand what you should do and that's the proper way to do it but if you're on a like let's say you want to make your own harry potter or your own like potter thing right you don't have to you can do it another way but again he's projecting in ways that doesn't that doesn't need to be yeah because the microphone's right by his mouth yes so i, I went, again i went off on a tangent but that's, I think you've come Every time to, we talk about movies, Jonathan is going to go out on a tangent about everything that's film and I am not, okay, let's put this out there. I am an amateur videographer who does work for events and a few things here and there that aren't events. I don't do weddings. Sometimes I will if you're a friend of mine, but I'm not like a wedding videographer or anything like that. I'm not a YouTuber, um, but I do event videography. So a lot of times we have to interview and stuff like that. But I do understand camera work and grading. And let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about the color grading. So color grading is the way the ca- is the, the colors on film right the way it, the way it looks right and every film has a different look to it right the most common look is is called the teal and orange because it's very contrasty right and that means that the um that means that the shadows are teal and the highlights are orange because your skin tone is no matter whether you're black, white, yellow, green, purple, red. Okay, now we're getting crazy. But <laughs> your skin tone falls into the same and the same like family of colors, right? Mm-hmm. And so you the so and that's in your highlights. So I think that the from a grading standpoint, now granted this was 2001 and grading wasn't as good. We could talk about grading more when we get to Deathly Hollows. Um, I thought the grading was bland. So basically, like the colors of the thing. You can like, tell in the second half of the movies they bring it down. Like the color contrast is like a yes. lot darker. Yes. And uh-huh. Fantastic Beasts too. Yes, and that's because in the second half is when they're trying is when they're figuring it out. But that's the, that's the thing about color. Color tells you how you should feel. Yeah. Color and music tells yeah. you how you should feel in this moment, right? Mm-hmm. Blue is sad. Bright. Yeah. Bright and orangey is happy is happy stuff like that. Uh, if it's really contrast, a high contrast. If you don't know what co- high contrast is, blacks are really black, you know, um, and like wh- and like lights are really light, or like they're or they're opposing colors, right? That like if you look at a color wheel, like one color would be here and one color would be there. Like the I opposite. went to art school, so Jonathan's definitely telling you all for your benefit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I also it, did a photography is for a year and a half in college, and then decided that was not where i needed it's to go. a lot photography is a lot yeah it's it's not nearly as rewarding as it should be for the amount of work it is no it's so much work my wife does photography amateur photography like and this is neither of our photography everyone that neither I know, our professions everyone that i know who does photography 
also does something else yes and i'm not i don't like having two jobs i like to have my free time so no that was not my wife does it because she genuinely enjoys enjoys it. it she she gets so happy uh, capturing moments and then you know seeing the reaction that she gets from people from those moments um i do it i do videographies because it's my creative outlet like i'll do something and i'll be like man that was really cool you know and it, it gives me like a good creative freedom that i that i long for and i miss that i don't have anymore so videography does that for me and and watching film like that's why i love to watch movies uh, but like i agree with you on your on your on your statement there is that once they started realizing how serious the situation was you saw a higher contrast push yes you saw a different grading Mm -hmm. you saw a lot more blues in there than you than you did in the first part because the first part was like happy and cheery and oh my god you're a wizard harry i I I am you know it's all that kind of stuff now you know it had really bad grading the third movie oh my god it's like green it's all green it is it's really green and like purple yeah and the thing is like the matrix was really green but because the Matrix was supposed to feel digital, you yeah. know, it's supposed to feel like it was like green and, ye- and orange or green I, and yellow. Actually, the exact colors that I think of when I think of the third one is green and purple. I feel like they all wore purple. Yeah. And it's just it's just it's because I don't I can't tell you why they went that route. But I think they're they're trying to go for it because that's right when I think the, they're trying to go for more like a maybe Halloweeny feel. Well, the I book, guess, the book. That's when the book starts to get serious because yeah. from the third book on, they are serious. People are dying. I think I honestly feel like it. That is a Halloween movie. Everything about it is so like, just like they have like the giant pumpkins, and I know those are supposed things. That, the werewolves and like all the different things that are like starting to play in the in the for- forest. I understand that those are things that are already in the book, but they made it feel like a Halloween movie. I can I can agree with that. I can't wait to get to that one because we're gonna destroy that one. Yeah. That one okay, if you if you liked the oh, third the singing toads. Oh, what the f- and like the um was that the one no, that wasn't the same one. Where they had the choir. No, that was the same no, one. Wait, and someone they had the singing toads. This come. Yeah, something like like yeah. yeah. Something wicked this might come. And they have the giant toads and they're like rah, rah. Yeah, I just <laughs> I don't know why they did that, yeah. but that, that's when they changed directors too. Chris Columbus did the first two, then they changed directors. He only did the one. And it was bad. And then they went to David Yates, right? Yes, and David Yates did the best of all of them. Yes, David Yates- uh, Killed it. Murdered that shit. Um, oh, the one- th- Yeah. The thing that I want to talk about that was really bad. This is what the reason I looked up the date, because I needed to know. The CGI in 2001 was a train wreck. Oh, yeah. I felt like there were certain scenes that they picked up those exact clips that they had and put it in my PS2 game. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, it was a lot of the Quidditch uh, when Neville's falling off the ta- tower. Yeah. There's, if you look, like, if you're focusing on his face, you can see it switch to a cartoon face. Yeah. Um. What was the other one? It was something that Harry was doing that you can, like, see it switch to, like... You, you can just tell if you're looking like just focusing on their face during those moments that it's like a lot of action and like obviously they had to use CGI or yeah. something similar. You can just tell it switches to like straight up PlayStation 2 graphics. Yeah, we CGI back then wasn't really That's that why I looked at date because I was like, man, this is really bad. It's the same thing like when did Signs come out? 2001, 2002? I think it came out in 2002. You've talked and about m- Signs before about how bad the... Yeah, the alien looked. Yeah. The movie is amazing. Yeah. But the alien was terrible. They shouldn't have CGI'd it. They should have just done a done creature creature yeah. makeup. But 
we just weren't there yet. Like, you had, you had movies that were doing good stuff with, like, Finding Nemo, mm-hmm. Toy Story, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, but those that are was straight animation. Yeah, let's, as to, like, it's, if you're not focusing directly on it, like, Jonathan has a, a, a decent TV and, like, it's 2018. And decent TV, 4K, yeah, 65-inch, <laughs> 120 has- hertz refresh weight. Okay. Weight. Jonathan has a decent TV. I'm not going to say it's the greatest in the world because I don't know that it's the greatest in the world. It's not the greatest in the world. It's old. It's like, it's not old, old. It's like four years old. So Jonathan has a decent TV and like I was focusing on because I knew that I was going to see them, especially after I saw it on your TV for the, the ostrich running out of the zoo. I was like, I'm going to be able to see it. I'm going to be able to tell. And I was looking and I looked directly at their face just like a couple times when they were playing Quidditch and when they're doing things like he's falling off the tower. And I was like, I, I saw it. I saw it switch to the PlayStation 2 graphic face and then I saw it switch back. And yeah. the worst was when Neville was falling off the tower when he came down and they had all the kids stand in front of it so that you couldn't see it switch. I mean, that was the worst, but what it was the worst. That's how you're gonna do it. You're gonna put the kids yeah. in front of it so you don't see a switch. Yeah, but it but it was just really Well, it was really awkward too for me <laughs> was like when when Oh, and there was a scene in there that I didn't think needed it's not that it needed to be in there, it was just like a bad cut. It was like literally like cut and paste into two t- scenes and it was like the shortest scene. It was when uh, after the Wingardium Leviosa scene and they're in the courtyard and they're walking and he's like, no wonder she hasn't gotten any friends and she bumps into him. It's literally like a clip that's placed directly in between two actual scenes and it cuts from one clip to that clip back to an actual part of the movie and it's just like, it's such a bad transition. It is, but they, they definitely needed it. They, they needed, needed that part, but it was a bad transition. They should have done it differently, yeah. Yeah, it was such a bad transition. It was like, it looked like someone copy and pasted a YouTube scene and put it directly in between two actual scenes and then just said, fuck it. You know you know what part was the worst for me in that whole movie? Not not of CGI. And, you know, the troll doesn't look that bad. No, the troll didn't look that bad. But to me, the worst part is when um, Malfoy is took the remember all and he's... And he's in the air, right? And and Harry comes up to get it. And the way Harry is sitting on the broom is awkward. Looks literally like the most unnatural thing in the world. It looks like he has a wedgie. It well, looks like the way that they did it, he probably did have a wedgie because they they had the, like, the rigging. Yes, yeah, the rigging. They had it on like their belt and uh, like same thing with uh back to cheerleading, uh full belts. Oh yeah, those things are so uncomfortable, and I know how he feels because I've been lifted up in the air and wedgied and had to flip all over the place. Yeah, full belts like, are that's, terrible. That's how I learned how to do a full, and it was the worst, and it hurts. Like it honestly hurts. And full belts are the worst. So I I understand that. I was at a gym I, recently that had a full belt. If you have a pit, you don't need a full belt. Someone recently has a full belt. Uh, it's all about kids have a full belt. Where Crystal works. Yeah, they do. That's why. That's why I've seen it. They don't use it though. Yeah, well that that thing hurts. So I kind of understand, like he used to bruise my hip bones and like give me wedgies and I was in like eighth grade. So I was like, "Ugh, God, I don't want to do this. And well, and just stuff like stuff like the way that they, uh, well, and you know, you got to give credit to where credit is due though. Their green screen work was very good. Like where they did stuff like, I mean, it was also bad. Like when they're actually in the air, uh, and the sky, that was just too bright. That was too much, too much blue. It was too much. You can clearly see the the harsh edges of the green screen. And there, but but back then, computing computing wasn't as good either. So feathering of a mask, which is what you do for a green screen, wasn't that that good. But you have stuff like the um, the visibility cloak. That I was telling Alicia how they did. They literally just take a green cloak, a green like a green fabric, well. and 
put over it. Then they have um, like, they actually have videos of them doing it. Yeah, doing that with the green cloak and the hands. The hands with in the books, they t- yeah. they're gloved green hands, and they shake them as the way as they as they pull them in. Um, um the 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 paintings. Those are all green, like inside the yeah. the ones that are moving, because some of them aren't moving. Some of them are actual paintings, but all the all the paintings they're green. The ones that are moving. So I mean, they did they did there there are a lot of things they did right, but there are a lot of things that felt rushed that just needed to get done so the movie can get out. But that's every movie. Yeah, it's every movie, but and it's not something I picked apart then, but it's something I pick apart now that like, you know, movies have come so far. Yeah, and we see so much now. So me switching and me like seeing the graphics change i'm like this is 100 percent why my wife won't watch old movies because she's like you can tell they're old i'm like but just because you can tell they're old doesn't mean they're bad yeah like i told her she needs to see american psycho right because she's kind of into like serial killer stuff right Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh american psycho is basically not not the story of but loosely based off of ted bundy because ted bundy was like a normal person who killed people I, it's, weren't they coming out with a movie called bundy they are yes but zach just, efron is ted bundy i think so yeah yeah but they are uh, seeing that but this is <laughs> this is based it's like a, like the idea of of this it's based off of multiple things mm-hmm. but it's the idea of a person you would never know like you see them in real life and you're and they're a normal person they're good looking they're well put together they speak well they're educated all those things with ted bundy a serial killer podcast scream is loosely based on the gainesville ripper I didn't know that. Yep. I do know about the Gainesville Ripper. Me too, because I found out when I was moving there <laughs> and someone told me, they said, they didn't tell me when, they said, isn't that place that, that place that had the serial killer? And I was like, excuse me? Well, you know, and I fun- had to like Google, I had to know everything about it, obviously, because I was moving there and they have a lot of things like they have certain days that they like put aside for the students who died and they have an entire wall that like, they have a graffiti wall on 34th, um, which you've been to Gainesville but yeah. I don't know if you uh, 34th it is kind of the lead to where all the targets and everything yeah. are um, they have a graffiti wall and you're allowed to go and spray paint and you know graffiti whatever but there's one piece in the center that has all the students names that you're not allowed to touch well they have a and then you, and Bundy went to Florida State yes you know, or he didn't go to Florida State he went, he to, went to kill people at Florida State. he went to Washington University of Washington I think he went to kill people at Florida State yeah yes. he went to kill people at Florida State uh, yes you know, Danny, you know where you know what college didn't Danny have? Rollins is the one for Gainesville, and he kills students from Santa Fe and University of Florida. You know what college didn't have a serial killer at? The University Miami. of Miami. <laughs> Go Canes! Um, I mean, I I could do a serial killer podcast because I'm very interested in it, but I think that there's, there's so many, there's so many, and there's so many good ones. There's so many good ones. It's impossible. That to I would I wouldn't want to compete with those ones. Like. Um, um, the last podcast on the left, uh, whenever they do the heavy hitters, are very good. Uh, Criminal is good, but it's not a serial killer podcast. But Criminal is really good. Um, uh, Generation that stuff Y also takes so much research. Like we already have a we we already know the basics of Harry Potter. Like yeah. we know what we're talking about. Whereas you I don't have to spend literally like weeks on each serial killer before I felt comfortable to go out and do. You that. know, it's a great podcast. You get one thing wrong and you're offending everyone. A great podcast that you shouldn't listen to, but you really should, is Sword and Scale. And the reason why I say you shouldn't listen to it is because they touch all types of crime, not just, um, well, it was mostly like, you know, gruesome crimes. But like the last one was about 
uh, child abuse where a kid died, and it just mm-hmm. made you so. But they, 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 there's no censors on it. They're not like they. Of course, are like due to the graphic nature of this show. Viewer, you know, listener discretion. Advised, I can't listen like, to things that they get very into detail. I can't do it. It's not in detail. Like for example, like this one. Um, if they talk about like, if they don't glaze over the crimes and like the extent of the abuse. I get really weird about it. I don't like it. Yeah, it, that like, one. Yeah, can, it like, makes it I, made me mad. The last I picture it in my head, and it just I can't do it. The last one, because sh- like the kid called um, called nine one one while he was being verbally abused, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, hey, help me, you know? And they played the whole the entire nine one one call because 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 the nine one operator didn't say anything. She just listened and she was tracing the phone, right? And it made me so like you never heard them like physically abuse them right mm-hmm. but it made me like to hear the way that they were talking to this this child like the kid was like nine to hear the way they're talking to that child like if you talk to me like that i might you, i'm not saying i i'm i'm the best friend in the world but i definitely would have fought you yeah like and there's a kid i don't know but that's what i'm saying it's a great podcast but you shouldn't listen to it yeah, I can't listen to stuff like that. That's why one of the reasons I stopped uh, listening to what was I listening to? Small Town Murder. They went into really far into detail with one of the murders and like kind of gave they go, they go into unnecessary detail too. Yeah, it's, they're talking about like the date. Oh, we looked up the Farmer's Almanac. It it was seventy four and sunny really that day. Yeah, well, I meant like they went really far into detail as to like the actual like murder itself, and it was like a really bad one with like a pickaxe or something and it like i can't like i can't do stuff like that it freaks me out okay so back to harry potter we are all the way back around to harry potter from serial killers all right so so far this has actually been our longest episode right an hour yikes um but we've talked about a lot of things about film if we actually talked about harry potter it'd probably only be about 30 minutes yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i think that though overall i think this movie did a good job of relaying the the book I felt like you could watch this movie and then read the second book. There are a few things that you're going to miss, you know, but you're going to watch, but you could watch this movie and read the second book and pick right up. Yes. Where you cannot do that. You cannot watch the third movie and then watch, (laughs) read the fourth book because you're not going to know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Once you get further into the books, you're, you, there's some important elements that like they obviously had to leave out of movies just, just because they didn't have enough time to do it. Like Order of Phoenix, that shit was long as fuck. That mov- that book was long as fuck. Mm-hmm. That's probably gonna be what is that like twenty seven chapters? That's gonna be like our, that's gonna take up half half the year when we do that. One. Uh, the last book is pretty hefty. It's like seven hundred and forty eight pages. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm just saying yeah. like, but no, but Order of Phoenix is actually the longest book. Mm. So, um. Am I wrong about that? I might be wrong about that. I don't know. I feel like they got bigger as they went. They definitely did. They 100% did because uh, the children I got older. Picking, like as I started like, like it, the jump from three to four. Huge. Ridiculous. Like I picked up the fourth book and I was like, oh my God, like how am I supposed to read all this? And then I obviously. <laughs> I think I read the last <laughs> book in like four days. Oh, I, I read it at work. Everything because I was I was a pool bartender and nobody was up there, and I would just read it when nobody was up there because my job my job was only to tend bar at the pool. I didn't make I didn't make drinks for anyone else. If anyone came up to the pool, it didn't matter if they were swimming or not. I made them a drink. Mm-hmm. But so there were like days where I didn't see anybody, and I would just read. But um, is there anything else you'd like to say? 
No. No. I think right, I think there is a good uh, a good stopping point for that. Um, you know, so let's reiterate really quick. Um, we will let's let's say you know we'll get we'll get all the details together and we'll we'll definitely get it going. Well, let's say for season two, which starts next week. Um, that we are going to do a Google Home Mini giveaway. And we'll say, you know, we'll get all the social media going again. And you have to, you know, like, follow um, all the social medias that we have. And then uh, share. Let's just say we share the Facebook, right? So Because the Facebook's probably the easiest one. Share the Facebook page and we'll pick a random person that shared it to win. Yes. And we'll be giving away a Google Home Mini, where you could say, "Hey Google, play the Harry Potter score," and then, but you get the Hagrid playing the recorder part. <laughs> and at least it's not Alexa that picks up random words that you say and listens back to you. I have an Alexa; they're creepy. Oh geez, I have all Apple stuff. So, but with that. Uh, I don't think we even said our names. I'm Jonathan. I'm Alicia. Thank you for listening to the Porky Cast. <laughs>